Hey there, welcome to the Exciter Show. I'm Chris, got Joe Frost, Paul Yanchuk with me. Uh, we're going to do the most dangerous part of the show. How are you guys doing? <laughs> the cinnamon meerkat is. Oh, jeez. <laughs> uh, I'm doing great today, actually. Okay. Uh, I will say this, and uh, this is just, I probably should have mentioned it. We've already been recording some stuff tonight, but uh, I should mention that there have been some severe thunderstorms and uh, tornado oh. warnings rolling through my area. So if I just disappear at some point, okay. it's because I'm on my way to Oz. Okay. <laughs> so so if your house collapses, it. yeah, I shouldn't and call you 10 suddenly times. Suddenly the hinges started to unhitch. Does, does Oz not have an connection? What, to I satisfy mean, yeah. an itch. When flying on her broomstick, thumbing for a hitch. You guys will be homeless. I'll be calling you 50 times. Why don't you back Where on? You? Get back on the podcast. Yeah, what the heck are you? I'm stuck under a house. If you start flying, just grab the router, take it with you. Right? Yeah. Exactly. It would be the, good. the cable cord will tether me to the ground. <laughs> I'm in midair. There's just come at us live from the eye of the storm. Yeah, yeah. Has anybody ever podcasted from the middle of a tornado? No, that's the Ohioan dedication. Yes, there you go. Well, speaking of Ohio, hey, we've been talking about some serious stuff, um, tragedy in the Sewers organization, and we're still thinking about that. But we want to talk about some of the goofy things happening. And I sent you guys a story here. It's interesting. I got a lot of thoughts about this because it was funny. Um, in journalism, a lot of times we share stories across the country and we, you know, we might write a story based on somebody else's story. So this is a story coming from Cincinnati, Ohio. It's funny because I found the link in Fox 13 Tampa Bay. Why I think this is funny is we hear about Florida Man and we're like, oh, Look at this weird thing Florida Man does. Well, the headline from Tampa Bay starts out, Ohio Man. So I think Florida's, like, jealous. They uh, want to yeah. get back to Ohio and they're saying Ohio Man is uh, weird. They're definitely out, out to get somebody else. Right. What kind of costume would you make for if you were Ohio Man? Like, Well, I think I'd probably start with, uh, with what this guy's doing. <laughs> right. Well, and this is interesting. Um. You know, we all have faith backgrounds. Um, you know, I don't believe there's any one, you know, solid definition of if you if you should drink or not. I, I don't drink. It's more of a personal choice. It's not even a, a Bible feeling or whatever. But this guy, I'm not sure what his faith is, but uh, for the past four years, he gave up food for Lent. Lent. And Lent's, what, 40 days? I mean, this isn't, you know... Lent's not like, you know, you're fasting for one day. Um, it's a liquid diet consisting only of beer. Now, let's start out. Can you live on liquids? I mean, if it it's pop, what, beer, I mean, water, I don't know the nutritional content of a beer, but. Well, yeah, the things that uh, he does talk about supplementing with with vitamins Okay. So he says hydrated and with with water and takes vitamins as well. So it's not you know it's not it's not just purely only beer. That is the okay. only thing. There's there's some vitamins and whatever as part of it. 
And I don't think the uh, there's not much in the medical community that's going to say this is a great idea. <laughs> this yeah. has more to do with as a as a Lent thing. Well, more. if I can speak, I mean, I don't want to say I'm the theological expert on the show, but from a pastoral yeah. perspective, the the whole concept of Lent is sacrificing and uh, confession and uh, there's this feels less like a sacrifice and more like a reward. Um, (laughs) This doesn't strike me as a guy who's like, I don't normally drink beer, but I am going to sacrifice and only sustain myself with vitamins, water, and beer. Um, It sounds more like a, I'm not, you know, I I don't know him. Uh, I could be completely wrong, but it, it sounds it sounds like kind of his yearly reward than a, a sacrifice, but that's. I'll uh, say, I'll say, this, I... I'll say this for for Lent and other types of, of fasting. Uh, there is a there is something to be said for giving up something that you do enjoy. In his case, food. Right. Uh, and but the the concept is supposed to be that as you remove that thing that's you know that that's central to your life or your current current experience or maybe it's something superfluous or maybe it's something like food that obviously is real sustenance uh giving that up for a time and then using that sacrifice as a way to inspire you to draw closer to god to talk up to think up through your position in the world and the way that you interact in the world. Like these are, that's all legitimate things just because it feels like beer is the equivalent. Wanting to drink beer is the equivalent of saying I'm giving up all foods except for cake and I'm only going <laughs> to eat cake. Right. I'm only going to eat Hershey bars for, uh, for 40 days. I think even something that you like beer, cake, Hershey bars, to only eat that for 40 days no longer becomes enjoyable. Like, I think you're genuinely risking hating beer at the end of 40 days if all you do, at a certain point, it's going to no longer be right. fun. Like, this isn't fun anymore. Riding roller coasters for 40 days straight. Well, no. I'm trying to think it from the perspective of, you know, I beer's disgusting i'll just leave yeah, my yeah. opinion there but coffee I, I love coffee and the the caffeine intake would be deadly probably but to not balance I, it out with any other food yeah i set aside the caffeine if i could sustain myself on coffee only i I could see myself doing that. Uh, I just think this guy misunderstood his minister who maybe said maybe give up beer for Lent. And that just translated to give up give everything, up everything but beer. But beer. <laughs> right. I hear what you're saying. You're saying give up everything but beer. Great. Well, in case you ever thing that hasn't, I haven't understood as much. I've, and I need to do this again. I've put on some more weight based on COVID. I've heard, and I've done this in the past, where if I stop drinking pop and just drink water, now I'm still eating, but eating healthily, you know, not eating as many calories. I've lost a lot of weight just doing that alone, let yes, alone anything yeah. else. Yeah. But they never told me how much water I had to drink. Well, well, I mean, I guess 
doctors will say what was like 40 ounces. Like they give some type of an ouncing. But they've never said, okay, if you drink 500 ounces a day, if that helps or not. And why I bring this up is like I'm looking at the story of this Ohio man. Okay, he's got liquid diet consisting of only beer. So is drinking more beer helping him lose weight or is that less? He says like, that he has lost 25 pounds. Wow. Right. But the story doesn't say, is he drinking like a beer for every meal? Is he just getting blitz out of his mind? Or is it just saying... Yeah, I don't think he's breathing beer. I think <laughs> he's just only drinking beer. And I think for that matter, there's something you can get further into in terms of the construction of the beer and the brewing of it and how it yeah. works. Obviously, different beers have different content in it. And there may be different right. ways of brewing or different beers that you would choose that I might actually might bring some healthy calories to you. Um, I, I know that, you know, the, the, the statement always from like people in Ireland is like, you know, our, our bread is Guinness yeah. <laughs> and there's something to it because of the thickness of the beer and the yeah. content and what it's made out of. Like there's a higher element, uh, of, of that, the the wheat or whatever that's going on in there uh that really can substitute for that to a certain extent i'm no medical person is telling you that this is going to be a good long-term thing but in terms of a 40-day concentrated thing it's survivable i'm wondering if you without having substantial food in your system after let's say like day 20 like one sip and you're drunk after Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. That, that's got to be real. Like, yeah, I mean, he I, can't I, possibly be like downing all of these like twenty-four <laughs> packs of it. Like, I just, I don't think it works that way. We don't have that much information in front of us. But he'd never, he'd be dead. <laughs> he'd just be dead unless it was only, you know, light beers that contain almost nothing, and it practically is water. Then you really aren't getting anything from the beer, and you would have to drink so much more of it to feel full. Okay, I I'm looking at his Twitter now because I'm trying to figure out is where there a he, where he is and how I can get in on this. Is what well, well, okay, so I'm looking at his tweets. Apparently, he met um, the Flavor Tongue guy, Guy Fieri. So he's got a picture of him pinned, uh, but he also has oh. He's got a picture showing how much weight he lost, which is nice. Um, yeah, it's Dell underscore Hall, if you guys want to take a look. Um, he's got a funny picture. Day drinking is great. Oh, day drinking. D-E-Y, because he's in Cincinnati. He's a Bengals fan. Uh, is better than night drinking. I, I'm trying to figure out on his tweet, is he talking about is there any place where you're saying, hey, I drank 10 beers today, or I drank one beer today? I mean, I, I would say by day 40, there's no way he's drinking 10 beers a day. Okay. He's probably not even having two. Yeah. Very, very interesting, so. This is podcasting gold right now. Just as yeah, right now, looking listening up. to us scroll through the, <laughs> yeah. the internet. All right. Um. Yeah. So, seriously, so that's a big question I have is how because I know 
you don't have to follow a set strategy, but I'm kind of wondering to the aspect of, is there some type of a goal that he does? Like Nick Saban, I, I watched a documentary of him, the, the famous Alabama coach. He eats two, uh, what is it? Um, little Debbie's each morning, and that's his breakfast, which sounds kind of weird, but I guess if that's what he eats and he sets to it, Maybe that's not the worst thing in the world. I, I don't know. I think the whole thing's strange. So I'm wondering if he at least maybe he has a cheat day where he drinks more. But I'm wondering if he has like a set plan, saying, "Okay, I'll drink once in the morning or once at night or whatever the case might be." I mean, I, I, looking at one of the uh, headlines on his Twitter from uh, a news outlet, that the article says he goes on all beer diet again for Lent to lose weight. And just pastorally, I would encourage him to engage in his Lenten practices for spiritual purpose, not, not for weight loss purposes, like the giving right. up sweets. Um, that, that's great. But if you're doing it because you want to lose weight, um, let's, let's keep this on a, a spiritual plane, but that's. Then uh, you're not really stuff. doing it for Lent. If it doesn't have anything to do with that's now yeah. it's just a time frame, and that's not really. Yeah. Yeah. You're not really doing this right Del. Okay. Yeah, it's it's just intriguing to see um, what he's doing. As Joe said, obviously you would th think that it's not endorsed by the medical community. Not in any um, way. Yeah, and apparently there's always that fifth doctor who maybe has no problem with. Right. You know what? That the other guy, four are against. You can't trust that guy. He don't know what he's talking about. Yeah. Um. But I. But I guess where he gets away with it is. Lent's not like a long, long, long-term process where if he said, hey, this is my ongoing way of losing weight, you know, yeah, he might be in serious trouble, but if he does it for a limited time, it's not healthy, but I think he gets away with it, right? Yeah, I, I, hopefully he's hopefully he's in some kind of consultation with a doctor, I hope. I, I just, I would worry for, um, you know, I don't know what the effects on the kidney if if you're not eating and just beer and water. I just, I hope he's being wise medically. I mean, yeah, he's losing weight, but that's not losing weight doesn't always mean healthy. So I, I hope he's doing this in a truly healthy way. Yeah. Like you watch, uh, what is it? The movie Castaway, when Tom Hanks is on the Island and he drinks nothing but coconut water. And he basically, you know, just gives himself the runs for like months on end. That's mm -hmm. not a healthy way to lose weight. There is it's that factor good. too. It's not good. I'm it's sure the good. articles don't cover that. No. <laughs> and let's hope they don't yes. ever. But that situation can't be good. Whatever, whatever's going on down there. We need to track his local Home that, Depot. And in that room, if, if on day 41 he's buying a new toilet from Home Depot. I <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I cracked my toilet. That's what I, I'm raising money by doing this thing for Lent. To buy a new toilet at the end of it because I done wrecked it. Yeah, very much so. See, we went or, there, Chris. You were we thinking went we weren't you gonna, yes, not gonna yes. have anything to do. But now anything we did. to do with toilet humor. But here we are. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. Like gravity just pulls us right well, down out of the bowel. Well, we'll see. We'll see what the immediate power of the internet does. I just messaged him on Twitter. 
his direct messages are open. So I asked him that question to see if he responds. <laughs> Did you just slide in this dude's DMs? Yes. He's like wait, hammered. Wait. He's on he like day asked 30, him 39. You asked him about the toilet or what, yeah. what did you ask him? Well, how many beers did you drink today? Explain to me the toilet situation. Explain to me what's happening in your like, GI. How spicy are those runs you're having? In a, in a GI situation, what's what exactly is happening? What must that be like if, you know, we're taping this at 1043 at night, so it's late at night. You know, he's sitting there probably looking at his phone while he's watching Ooh, TV. Somebody has slid in my DMs. Hey, let's see what it... Oh. And it was pretty much, oh. hey, we're talking about you live on our podcast. It's like, whoa. And what I we mean, need to know is about what's happening in your GI. Yes, yes. Could you imagine if we got that DM late at night? Hey, I'm talking about you on my podcast. What? You know, what's going on? <laughs> he, he might want to get a sponsorship from, like, uh, Larry Depends. the Cable Guy's... Um, Yes. Whatever the heart. I mean, I, I'm thinking the heartburn might be bad with. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Well, and he is doing this for a good cause. Uh, Ken Anderson Alliance. I'm assuming it's the Ken Anderson who is the football player for the Bengals. Uh, they're helping adults with physical disabilities. They're trying to create living spaces and opportunities for work that's relevant and rewarding. And again, from looking oh, man, at, you're going to bring so that into it. Like, yeah. <laughs> See, uh, now we're getting all nonprofit in here. Like, oh well, my gosh. Well, but again, I mean, he's not doing this for you know some crazy thing. He's, he's trying. He's trying to help other people, I guess. Um, Did, the, what oh, came first? What came first? That he was I, like, I got to come up with some way of helping this foundation. What can yes. I do? What can right. I do that can? Or did he say my gastrointestinal health is way too good? How can I wreck that? Well, and in a way, and and also, how can that how can that Venn diagram also include helping a, a nonprofit organization? How can I ruin my bowels? Well, <laughs> and, and and help people in need. How can these things happen together? Okay. And that, I've been there. This is genius. He found that Venn diagram. Right, and this goes into probably usually where the show goes at the end of the time is. Yeah. This guy, hero, or, or, or I mean, you know, look, I'm not be a drinker. I'm not going to endorse the fact he's drinking, but you know, again, that's my personal choice. I'm not going to tell others if they should drink or not, how much they should drink. I mean, you, you know, the other week on on my other podcast, we were talking with um, a guy who collects baseballs at major league games. He's collected eleven thousand six hundred baseballs. I am so not into baseball right now. But, you know, hey, that's what he does. That's his hobby. He's on YouTube. He's making a full-time living. You know, as long as you're not being immoral or breaking laws, go with it. So even though that's not my thing, hey, he lost weight. He's helping out the Ken Anderson Alliance. I mean. Good for him. And I'm I'm sure with the the rate he's. Wrecking that toilet. There, there's probably some prayer happening in that. Just <laughs> this desperate cries for help. Crying out to the heavens. That's right. happening on some level. So and I say discount this as a Lenten practice because he is definitely crying out to the Lord. So I say now, now all my concerns are covered. I'm. I'm he's I, crying I'm psalms. <laughs> he's like, Lord, okay. everything is against me. <laughs> Everything is coming out of me. 
Wow. Oh Jesus! In the in the in the sight of mine enemies. Yes. Oh, there's nobody within sight. Of oh, nobody wants to. They have long within sight enough. of that man. Oh man. Oh, this is beautiful. Did he respond? Not yet. Not yet. Oh. <laughs> We've been here all night. Wait for is, He can't answer. He is indisposed. <laughs> Fortunately, we're we're only a couple days left. <laughs> That's true. He's almost yes. there. Hang in there, Dell. <laughs> well, you know what happened. It's like with our, our friend Toby Price. I mean, you know, you talk about one week, and next next week you got a forty minute interview with him. So you never know. There you go. Yeah, you some kind of you got to talk to this guy next week. Next now? week. He's not going to listen to this, is he? What's that? You're not going to send him the link to this, are you? You're going to tweet him the link to this, aren't you? <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> he's going to tag him. I'm all about clicks. Tag him in it. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, Dell, I admire you. I would never do it, but good yes. for you, man. I definitely, I really legitimately would have some questions. Like, are you rotating through different kinds of beers, or is it like a one beer thing? Uh, right. I think there's different flavors in different places where the beers could come from, so there could be a lot of variation into just narrowing it down to beer, but still only well, that that's a lot that's we're impressed which, and concerned yeah yeah which makes him the perfect podcast guest and that's why and that's well, why we'd like to announce that next week yes <laughs> the Dell hall show it'll be great uh, no and that's why um paul and i quickly went to the hey he's my hero while joe's like <laughs> you know joe's yelling at the poor guy i mean you know come on well you have so. to yell because he's screaming okay <laughs> In order for him to hear you, you have to raise up the volume. I, I love how Joe's going all in. He's not backing off from the, the nope. He's like, uh, I'm jumping. Anyway, I'm already there. So you yeah, might as well just, you know, uh, I, I, I'm getting caught up in just the theological complexity of this Lenten practice, which is certainly producing some unholy things and, and just this, right. this right. paradox and this tension between the two. Right. Very much so. All right. Well, hey, uh, we, thanks for checking out Exciter's show. We, we are taping a couple short ones. Um, <laughs> Baker Mayfield was on a podcast. So we we got to address that. And we're going to do that in a separate segment because, I don't know, maybe Baker's more like Del Hall than we care to admit. But, you know, it's a different story. So we want to uh, do that. So thanks for checking out Exciter's show. Linton practice for, for Baker Mayfield is what you're saying. We'll talk about that in a minute. But right. um, there's lots of ways of supporting your show um, on our podcast page. Uh, again, thanks for checking us out. There's a billion podcasts out there, and we're honored that. Don't tell them about the other billion podcasts. Yes, yes. yes there's other podcasts out there. No, it's not just us. Yes, yeah, the only one. podcast. <laughs> we invented podcasting. Yes. Yeah, it's just us. That's it. But, yep. Nothing. All right. Well, check us out. Thanks for checking out the show. Have a great night, everybody. Hi, I'm Jennifer Mooney. Welcome to what is our new Hope Interrupted podcast based on the work from our book, Hope Interrupted, that I co-authored with my good friend, Byron McCauley. Hey, Jennifer. You know, I'm looking forward to this podcast as much as I was look, looking forward to writing this book with you. We hope to interview some uh, high-impact folks as well as have a little fun. We're going to cover stories of hope. To learn more about our podcast and our book, please visit www.hopeinterrupted.com.